the morning. On Yud Omid Beis, Yud Omid Beis, um, two, four, uh, three, three lines up from the very wide lines on Yud Omid Beis. <coughs> Where it says that towards the beginning of the line, Nasa no Aliyas Kirkatana. Just talking talking about the Shunamis who um said her husband, let's make a, a room for Elisha to stay in. We see the um Sarachim here, the hospitality. She said, Nasa no Aliyas Kirkatano. Please let us make now an Aliyas Kirkatano. An attic uh, of a small wall. What, what does this mean? So Rav Shmuel, Rav Shmuel, Chag Omar once said, Aliyah Perua Hoysa. It was an open roofed attic, it was, uh, previously, Vikiruha, and they put a ceiling on it. That's what it means, Nasen or Aliyah Kirkatana. It was an Aliyah, and let's put a roof on it now, so that Elisha can stay there. The Chag Omar, the other one says, Achsadra Gedela Hoysa. It was like a, a big, um, a pavilion, in other words, it wasn't fenced in properly, it had some sort of roof, but the Cholkua Lishnayim. And they split it into two. The word, therefore, Kir comes from <coughs> the word to, for a wall. According to that, it comes from a wall. They put a wall down the middle to split it into, uh, to, make it, to, com- to make it into a smaller uh, compartment. So says the Gemara, Bishlom Alamandu Omar Sajra. It's all well and good according to the one who says that it was this massive, uh, massive open area. That's the shot that it writes, Kim, because the word Kim means a wall. So they put a wall down the middle to make it smaller. But according to the one who says it was an attic, my Kir, what's, what's the word Kir then? You said it's nothing to do with a wall, it's a ceiling. So the Gemara says, yes, yeah, they put a ceiling on it. It doesn't mean the noun, it more goes together with the verb, they ceilings it. Bishlom alamanda omar says the Gemara is fine according to the one who says aliyah is an attic. Hainu dechsev aliyah. That's why it says let's make an aliyah, an attic. El alamanda omar sadra. But according to the one who says it was an sadra, my aliyah. What does it mean aliyah? We're on the first very wide line on Yudam and base now. My aliyah. What does it mean aliyah? The answer is muula shabbatim. It means the best of the houses. The word aliyah can also mean muula, means the best. So therefore the there's two ways of touching this possible. Either it means Nasen no Aliyah Kikhtano means let us make an attic with a kir with a roof on it now. Let's put the roof on top of the attic. Or it means Nasen no Aliyah let us make the, the best the best living quarters kir by putting a wall down the middle to make it to make this Aksadra this big um, pavilion let's make it into a smaller smaller space. Um the Nosim Loi Shom, then she said to her husband, let's put them there, a mitah, the shulchan, uh, a bed, a table, the kisse and a chair, umenorah and the menorah. Which is actually very interesting, I'm just thinking now, because if you remember back, if you remember back to the Mishkan, we said the Mishkan had a, the word Mishkan stands for mitah, which is the Oren the Gon said, Shin is the shulchan, Mish, then the Chaf was the Kite, which was the, uh, was the Mizbeach, the Gonser, so you base this on more esoteric sources, that, that one. And Menorah is the Ner, is the Ner, the Nun of Mishkan is the Ner. So it's going to be extremely, extremely interesting based on what we're going to see soon. Just to remember that. So she said, let's, let's put in there, you know, a bed, a shulchan, a table, a, a, a chair, and a Menorah. So Omar Abayi says, Abayi, the Itema Rabbi Yitzchak, and some say it's Rabbi Yitzchak, You've got two sorts of different people. Some people, they like to, they, they have no problem with taking from other people. People who want to benefit from other people, there's no problem. Like Elisha. Elisha, he went to the Shunamis, he benefited from their, from their generosity, their hospitality. Somebody who doesn't want to benefit from others. He doesn't have to Kishmuel Haramosi like Shmuel Haramosi. Shenem, as it says about Shmuel, Ustashuvato Haramosa. Wherever he went, Ustashuvato, literally his return was to the Roma, to Roma. Kishon Beta because there was his house. But Omar Rabbi Yechonon, and Rabbi Yechonon says, well, we, knew, we know that's where his house was. What, what the prophet was? Rather, Shekol Mokim Shehol Akshom Beta Wherever he went, he took his house with him. 
he shone basically wherever he went along his journeys, he took his house with him. Now, the doctor didn't mean literally picked up his house. It means he didn't want to benefit from other people, so I suppose he pitched his tent. He took whatever he needed, he took with him, so he wouldn't have to be dependent on others. So it says the Gemara, you get two sorts of people. You get Elisha, you get Shmuel, two of the greatest Nevi'im of, uh, you know, in, in our history. One benefited, one didn't want to benefit from other people. You want to benefit from Elisha, uh, sorry, from, uh, from others like Elisha, it's not seen as a lack of bitachin in Asher. You don't, you don't want to benefit from others like Shmuel, that's not seen as being uh, sort of um, being proud and uh, what? Standoffish. Yes. If it would have been a legal case, then yes, correct. 100%. Correct. He wouldn't be able to benefit from others. Then she said to her husband, Behold, I now know, that he is a holy man of God. From here we learn, that that the woman, she recognizes the nature of the, she's more sensitive, she picks up in the nature of the guest more than the man. Kodushu, he's a holy man. Minayada, from where does she know that? How did the Shunamis know that Elisha was a holy man? Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Chaz Amaman says, She never saw a fly pass over his table. And we know the Zavuv we spoke about earlier could be, it could be because the Zavuv is the Sahara. So she said, maybe there's a connection between the two. But the basic idea is it's a, it's a, a fly is a dirty creature. So therefore, she didn't see a pass over his table, so she knew that he was a holy man. They say that uh, Ramosha Feinstein, flies never ever, never ever came anywhere near. You know, when you're sitting out in the sun, especially in America, in the boiling hot summer, summer holidays, the flies come, he sat out in the open, never, ever did a fly ever come and annoy him. <coughs> Kodeshi was a holy man. The Chazon and the other one says, Sodin shall Pishton, we're about five lines down now, and very wide lines on Yodom and Beit. So the other one says, Sodin shall Pishton, she spread over his bed a, a sheet of, uh, a linen sheet, but a Ruasa carry and she never saw, when she changed the bedding, she never saw any emission on it. So she said, it must be, he's a holy man. Kodishu, he is holy, she said. Implying that somebody else is not holy. Who's that? Omer Rabbi Yitzhi Brebi Chanino. Sorry, no, Omer Rabbi Yitzhi Brebi Chanino. Who Kodish? He is holy. Um, no but his, the person who, um, his servant, he is not holy. Shenemad says, Vayigash Gechazi and Gechazi drew near. Um, Gechazi drew near. The Hodfor, I think it is. Let me just check. Yeah, the Hodfor. And what does that mean, the Hodfor? Says the Gemara, Omer Abiyeti Brebi Chanino, She'ochazo Behoid Yofyo. Hodfor is Hoid Yofe. That uh, literally he took hold of the basically the, the part of her body, the, the, the beauty, i.e. her, I think Rashi says, her breath, the Dardel. So therefore she said, he's not a holy man, but... The what? Oh, correct. He's not, he's not saying that. He's just saying that... Correct, no, no, when it says Mikasha, Isham Akeris, that's going on Elisha. Yeah. And he's saying he's holy, but don't think, don't think like that. Because presumably Gechazi wasn't just a, wasn't a, uh, you know, nobody. Otherwise, Elisha wouldn't have taken it. But the Kiddush was, she was saying that you should know what he's, what he's up to. Over Adinu Tomid, she said that, uh, you know, Elisha is passing by us Tomid, always. So the Gemara picks up on that word Tomid. Omer Abiyusi Brebi Chanino. Mishum Rabbiyazah in the name of Rabbiyazah. Ben Yaakov. Anyone who hosts a Tamil Chacham in his house, who and benefits him from his property, the Pasuk considers it, it's as if he is being makriv, he's offering Korbanos Tamil. He's bringing the Korban Tamil every day. 
Now, let's just stop there for a second. First of all, that fits very nicely with what we just said before, because she says, V'nosim lo'isham mita v'shulchan v'kisei u'manoira, which we said is, once again, that's the Mishkan. As here is Mishkan. So here you've got the Mishkan, you've got the Thomas Hochami, Elisha, you've got here the Mithal, the Shulchan, Kisim, and Eira, and you're giving him of your property, that's not as being Makrif to me in Tashem. Why is that? The Ramchal writes in the Silas Tisharim that the biggest ilu, the biggest elevation for anything in this world, is when it administers to the needs of the Odom Hamakudosh Bikdushasa Yisbarat. The person who is sanctified with the Kudosh of Akadosh Baruch. If we twin that with the, uh, this, the quite well-known medrash which uh, the Nefesh Shachaim brings, that we say, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, V'shochanti b'seichom, I will dwell in their midst, and that means b'seichol echol v'echol, that each and every one of us has the ability to be a mishkan for the Rebbe Nishalayim. So therefore, somebody like Elisha was a mishkan for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hence the Mishkan Kisei Shulchan Menorah. He was, he housed inside him, he was a Merkavim for the Shekhinah. So therefore, when you give to the Tavis Chacham, you benefit them from your property, what you are actually doing here is, you are benefiting, as it were, you are benefiting the very Rabboni Shalom who's inside this Mishkan. So therefore, that's what the Ramchal means. That he houses inside him the Kedusha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this was Elisha Kodesh, who he is a holy man. But then, as he goes a little further, um, why the carbon Tomit? The carbon Tomit, number one, is, um, is a, the carbon Ola, it goes on the Mizbeah, the whole thing goes on the Mizbeah, that's obviously is unique to the carbon Tomit, or any Ola for that matter. But, but the other thing about the Tomit is this power of Tamidus. Tamidus indicates something which is ongoing, day and night, it's, it's, co- it's uh, constantly, it's, there's no chisar in there, there's no, nothing lacking, it's complete, it's ongoing the whole time. With, with, this, with this idea, we find the, um, just, just what, what, one or two other Gomorrahs which, which uh, you, can, you can begin to understand based on this. Number one, there's the Gomorrah in Yuma. Gomorrah in Yuma, which says that, um, it talks about what was in the Chilek, because the base Hamikdash was built, on the borderline between the, the, the uh, Chelek of Yehuda and Binyon. And it says that basically in Binyon's Chelek, that's where from the, the Mizbeach westward, from the Mizbeach westward. And therefore the Mizbeach was completely built in the, in the Chelek of Binyon, except one little Rasuah, one little um, sort of strip which belonged to Yehuda. And the Gemara says that because of that, um, Binyamin is Loshni is Tayyum, it's Tayyar Oleha Lobodo, Bukhodyon. He hurt him so much, he wanted that little bit, bit, bit uh, that strip as well. Khoi Bibolo Kalayon. What does the Gemara say there? Lefikha, Zoha Binyamin, Vinase, Ushtizhan, Ushkhino. He became the host to the Shekhino. Same expression as here. The person who is the host to the Kavan Thomas. I mean, sorry, to the, to the Thomas Kavan. What's the idea? What's going on in the Gemara? Because he's saying, if I don't have that strip, I don't have the Tamidah. The whole idea of Tamid is something which is an unbroken chain. It's unbroken. It's complete. He says, I've got the whole, the whole, the whole is there, except one strip. It's not Tamid. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, in the Chut of that, you will be the host to the Shekhinah, and therefore the Korbanos, Tamid, will be offered on your Mizbeah. Because if you look at that post in the, in the bracha, which um, he was given, what does it say? Binyamin Za'id Yitra, which as we'll see in a minute, the Za'id tears up the Korbanist Thomas. We'll see in a second, I'll prove it in a second. In the morning he eats up the, the spoils, that's the Korban Thomas of the morning. And in the evening they portion the spoils, that's the Korban Thomas of the evening. Take a look at the Targum, you'll see that's what it's talking about. It's the Karban Tomid. That was, that was the reward he was given. If you look at a Gemara in Sukkot, you'll see it from the Gemara in Sukkot. This will link up to Hanukkah, we've entered the month of Kislev, so here's an idea, something to think about for Hanukkah. The Gemara, right at the end of, of uh, Sukkot, relates to the story, there was somebody called Miriam Bas Bilga. Miriam, the daughter of Bilga, she basically went off, and she went off with, um, with an officer from the Malchei of the Greeks. 
And when the Greeks stormed the Heichel, so she went up onto the, um, she went up on, this was stuck in the days of Matisio ben Yochanan Kain Godel, she went up onto the Mizbeach and she stamped on it with her, with her sandal, and she said, Lucas, Lucas. What does Lucas, Lucas mean? Rashi says, in Greek, that's the eight, wolf. And she said, Avmosai Aton Mechalem al Noinon Shalisrael, until when are you going to consume the money of Kralisrael? And when in times of trouble, you need them to fend for themselves. So the Marshal says, What's going on here? What's the Zaev? What's the Lucas Lucas? He says, You know what the Zaev is? The Zaev is the Korban Thomas. The Zaev which rips up the sheep, the, 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 uh, the wolf which rips up the sheep. She's saying to our Kodesh Baruch, they offer you the Korban Thomas. And what do you do for that? Lucas Lucas. Gemachi of Lucas Lucas is, I think, 404. Somebody can check it up. I think it's 404. No. Hold on. Is it? Uh, yes. 404. Double check that. Depending where you spell it revolves. But... Yes. Lucas times 2. Lamed Bob Kuf Bob Sama. 202 times 2 is 404. If you add, based on what we were talking about last night, um, about the idea of the 50, 50 being, being the, 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 the symbol of ultimate Avodah, the Evododah, it's exactly, as I said, it's the same numbers again, but it's the Gematria Thomas. Thomas is Gematria 454. Maybe there's a remnant in, in, in that, but it's clear from the Mahashot, it's talking about the Korban Thomas. The Greeks stand for, what's the, what's the whole thing of the Greeks? The Greeks are the idea of division. They came in, they wanted to break the break Kalisol's connection with Hashem. That's why they were going on Shabbos, Chaydesh. All these things are the things which make us give us this unique connection to our God. Baruchu, they wanted to break us down. Where, where, where do you see this? The Gemara says in Baba Kama that when the Beis Hashemunoi, there were two brothers on either side of the wall, and they were fighting with one another. The Beis Hamikdash on either side of the wall, and it was just a stalemate. So there was somebody there, an old man, who knew Chochmah Yevonim. And he said, as long as they're Osak in the Avedah, it's not, you're not gonna, it's gonna, the stalemate's gonna continue. Because the way it was going was, every day, the people on the inside would let down some money over the wall, and the people on the outside would give them a sheet over the wall, on a pulley system, and they'd be much of the Tomid. So the next day they sent over the money, and they gave them a Chazir. They sent over a pig. And the Gemara says, as it reached halfway up the wall, not much halfway up the wall, you can see this idea of division, then it, um, it stuck its nails into the wall, and Eretz Yisrael shook 400 parasa of 400 parasa, it shook. It's the same idea again. They wanted to break the Tomid. How do you break the Tomid? Is with the Chazir. The Chazir is the symbol of something which is divided, the split has got split too. That was the idea of Chochmah Simon. You'll see this t- time and time again. The idea of Yovan is the idea of breaking Tamidus. It's breaking Tamidus. And that is what's going on there. Because Binyamin was he wanted the absolute Tamid, the complete picture, even that, that, uh, that strip. Therefore, he was Zeichet to be the Ushpizcha, the host of the Shekhinah. Where the Korban Tomid, that was his reward. So coming back to our Gemara, now we've got a little bit more of an understanding as to why somebody with Mahana is Hamid Chacham, Dafka, somebody with Mahana is Hamid Chacham in a Chosov, it's Dafki's Ke'ilu Machiv Tenmidin. It's the Tomid, because by being Mahana is Hamid Chacham, as we said, the Mithar, the Shulchan, the Kisim, Menorah, that's the Mishkan, that is the. the the Elishol, he was the house, he was the Mishkan for the Shekhinah, you're being Makriv, the Tomid, to the, uh, you've got this complete connection with the Rabbi Nishalei. Says the Gemara, the Gemara continues on now. For Omar, now we go back into more, slightly more halachic sugyas. For Omar Rabbi Yisri, Rabbi Chanino, Mishum Rabbi Yisri, There was supposed to be a handout today, by the way, it didn't quite materialise. So, Abedus Hashem will go slightly further than the Gemara today, and at the end of probably the next year, we'll do all the halacha. Hopefully, tomorrow we'll wrap it all up together. We'll mention certain points as we go there. Rabbi Yosi Bar Rabbi Chanino. 
Mishim Rabbi Yehaz Ben Yaakov. We are about probably eight to ten lines down in the very wide lines on Yodom and Beis now. And Yamut Otom B'Mokim Gobeya, a person should not stand on a raised platform, the Yispalo and Daven, Elo B'Mokim Nomos. A person when he Davens should Daven in a low place, the Yispalo and he should Daven. That's why in many places, not here, but uh, if you go to Munks, the person at the Omer Davens, it's built on a, uh, on a slope. It seems in times gone by they actually had like a, actually uh, like a ditch there, uh, where the Chazim would stand, because he should Daven Dafka in a lower place. Why? Shenema, as it says, I will call out to you, I call out to you, from the depths, Hashem. It's a sign of our novel. When you're davening to Hashem, you've got to be in honor of, you don't want to have guy, but therefore you should not stand on a raised platform. Tani Nami Hochi, so to be learned this in a brighter, a person shouldn't daven while standing on a chair, not on top of a stool, not on anything which is raised, be his paddle while davening. He should only daven on a lower place. That's where he should daven. Um, because in front of our Kodesh Baruch Hu, there's no place for gaiva. Shenemah says, "Mi ma'amakim karasicha Hashem." I call out to you from a from the depths. Uchsim and it writes, "Tefillah the oni chiyatid." A tefillah to the poor man, chiyatid, when he literally wraps himself, but it's the idea that a person should feel, all of us when we daven have to feel like an Oni coming and banging on the doors of the Rebbeinah Shalom. It's just one or two points to take out here. Number one, why did it say, Lord, kise, Lord, Gavaya, just say, you can't stand on a raised platform. Why did it say not on a chair, not on a, not on a, uh, not on a stool? So the others who want to say, in the Maria Abu Abel, I think it, it was, he wants to say that here, because there's two different dinim going on here. There's one thing you're not allowed to stand on a raised platform. What's called a raised platform? Generally, that means something which is higher than three to bottom. Higher than about 25, 25 to 30 centimeters. Because anything lower than three to we have a cloud in shaft, lower than three to is aras or It's considered part of the ground. It's still considered part of the ground. Above three to is considered its own, already can be considered its own domain. So above three spoken, it's considered already, already to be raised. So the halacha is, you shouldn't stand on something which is higher than three, three spoken. However, if it is its own domain, that means either because it's four, the dimensions, the length and the breadth are four by four amas, which is about two by two uh, meters, then, even if it's three, raised three, it's not a, it's not, not a problem. It's really, it's only, I mean, it's like dominating in an asset. So as it says later on, you're going to say in the second part, there's a problem dominating in an attic? What if you were to dominate on a mountain? You're going to say, well, you're dominating on a high raised platform, of course it's not a problem. So as so once you're, you're in its own domain, it's not a problem. By the same token, if it's surrounded by mechitzas, like a bimmer here, it's surrounded by mechitzas, then even if you had a very small bimmer, I don't know what the dimensions are of this demo, but even if it would be smaller than the 4x4, it wouldn't matter. Even though it's above 3, it's smaller than the 4x4, but it's got its own mechitzas, it would be, uh, it would be, um, it would be quite alright. The Mishaburo points out one, therefore, interesting halacha would be, if your bimah was being built at the time, and they hadn't yet put on the mechitzas, then he says you wouldn't be able to daven on that. He says, except for the shamash. If Shemesh Dal was, uh, if that was his fixed place, because the Shemesh used to daven, the equivalent would be in some places, United Synagogue, I think the Rol very often sits up on top here, the Bema at the front, he sits up the top. So would that be a problem? So he says no, because even if it doesn't have Mechitzas on the top, though, let's say it wouldn't have Mechitzas, I don't know how many Mechitzas exactly it's got to have, but um, even if it didn't have Mechitzas, and it's not the required 4x4, um, four four, it doesn't matter, since that's his fixed place, he says that would be, that would be alright. There's no sign of Gaiva in that. The whole point is it's a sign of Gaiva. So that's the idea of not dominating on a raised platform. But the bride as says the Maria Buab, that you can't daven on a kisei, Vedar Gabi to tell you even if, if the chair, even if it's lower than three spotting. So it's lower than three spotting, it's like the ground. What's the problem? You're not allowed to daven on that for a different reason. What's the reason for that? Oh, come on up. Because a person may uh, get a little scared, you know, one of the legs may be a little shaky, you may fall off. And therefore, you wouldn't be allowed to double on that. Um, 
the Taz, I think the, the Taz argues with that. He says, not true. He, he doesn't agree with that Pshat and the Gemara. He says, there's no remedy to such a thing. It should have started out springs around from the Gemara and Shabbos. That, that's not that lock. He says, it's also only if it's three spotting high. He explains why it's, why it's uh, meant to fit in. Both of them for carbonaries. He says beds as well. Beds as well. Again, I don't know if you're talking about our beds now. That's probably a springy mattress, maybe. But um, are there any exceptions to this? Um, the halacha is brought to the halacha that somebody who's ill or weak, somebody, oh, sorry, old or weak, fragile, that this halacha wouldn't apply to. It could be, it could be even on a chair. I mean, if he's old, I wouldn't advise him standing on a chair then. So the question is, what exactly is the exception on the chair? It could be that Chazal will not matriarch him, and therefore if he's not worried about falling off, even though we say Chavana may be disturbed, he's not, we're not him to get down from the chair. Death probably should sit down. And Mr. Burr says, wherever, whichever way he comes, he can sit down on the chair and double like that. But uh, the other possibility is it could be that we're talking about stuff on the chair where it's not wobbly, then the, the, the khayla would be able to stop on it. It could be, it's not, not that sort of exception. The other exception which is mentioned in halacha is, if the moshal, let's say the, the, the person standing on the bimah, because that's the only way he can really make himself heard to order the tibur, then it wouldn't be a problem. Even if the bimah didn't have the mosquitoes, it wouldn't matter if you're standing, there's a shayla whether that means even on the, on the kisseh, even on the, on the stool, because this question of the kavonah, so maybe, very nice you want to make yourself heard, but your kavon is going to be no good. So that, there's, there's a machalikus whether, whether it's, it's, it's got the same, uh, same exception. That's the halacha about davening from a lower spot. Carries on the Gemara, next halacha. V'omar Rabbi Yisri b'Rabbi Chanino m'shum Rabbi Yisri ben Yaakov. Ha'mispalel, somebody who davens, so'ich she'yechavin etraglof. He has to make sure to be, to put his feet together. Shenem, as it says, v'ragliyem regel yeshorim. Their feet, it's talking about Malochim, their feet, are, it sounds like one regal in the singular. Their feet in the plural are regal of one straight foot. In other words, their feet look like one. So since when we govern, we have to be like Malochim. We have to, comp- we have to clear sensibilities, we have to clear our minds of any foreign thoughts, we've got to concentrate just on our Kodesh Baruch we've got to be like Malochim, therefore our feet have to be like Malochim, to be put one next to each other. In the Yerushalmi, there's the Machwekes, whether it's one foot behind each other, like the Kayanim Nabeda, because the Kayanim were not allowed to spread their feet apart as they walk, because of Lissigada Ervosakhalov, it's left for that bottom. So therefore they have to walk one, you know, sort of the, the front of the foot to the heel of the foot, like that. So maybe there's one opinion in the Rishon, it's got to be like the Kayanim Nabeda, and the other opinion is like the Malachim. And the, although there's discussion about it, our Gemara seems to definitely side, whether it's absolutely Mokhat, but it sides, and that's the way we pass in, is one, like the Malochim, it should be one foot next to each other. And this is very important, you see sometimes people do not stand like that. I mean, some people who talk, they cannot, because of the way their forms are, they can't get them completely together. But they rule out, it does not mean the Dafi should stand like that. There are, they mentioned, the Roshani mentioned, the Rabbi mentioned, some people Dafi stand with their feet, sort of the, the heels together, and the front apart, it should look like more like chicken feet. We've seen they have this because it talks about look uh, in the it talks about uh, such an idea. It looks like it, it says Gomorrah um, as well. That's when he was he was whipped. It said on his back he had like a sort of a, a, a ch- like chicken feet, like webbed on his back. So you see, apparently the malach or whatever it means, they have like these webbed feet, whatever that means. So uh, some people seem, seem to think, but Duffy, you should have your feet like that. So he says, no, you should not. That's not what it means. It means they should be together. Is it absolutely the equivalent? What happens if a person did not dive with his feet together? What would you say? He's yotze. So the Bach says he's not yotze. The Bach says he's not yotze. Don't worry, the halacha, Mr. Burr is not passing out the Bach. He says, the lokar Bach, we pass on the yotze. But a person should, ask they cast if a person's dominating sitting down as well, he says. Whatever reason you've got to sit down, you're on a wagon, you're on an aeroplane, you stub with your feet together. If you, just my so yes. The other thing that Trumat Sadeshan, we all know about this, but Trumat Sadeshan is the source for this, is for, for Kedusha. Well, he doesn't mention Kaddish there, but yeah, presumably when the person is saying Kaddish, but he's mentioned Kedusha there because we say that, because it's more than Kaddish. In fact, by Kaddish, it's not, it, the, the logic doesn't necessarily follow. I'll tell you why. Because the whole reason why Kedusha, you have to stand with your feet together, is because we say, oh, because we start off, Nikadish Hashem Chalayanon, Kishem Shemak Bishem Oto Bishmei Moro. Like the Malochim do it, 
above, or for the Nusachinam, Siyah, Sosar, Piket, or something like that, says the, he doesn't make, make mention of the Malochim. Malochim, Hadroni, Malochim, Hadroni, Maso, says, Dafka, like the Malochim. The Malochim, you have to, you think, you have to stand with your feet together like the Malochim. Kaddish, we already said the Malochim don't say. So maybe for other reasons, because the Maisha we are, we have this tremendous Zuchus to be able to, maybe then yes, we should. I have to double check that, because I mean, the main idea is that, I mean, it could be it's mentioned before, it's not mentioned in that Mishnah Baruch. Maybe in Hilfus Kaddish he mentions it. But uh, the Truma Tadashi mentions it's Dafka by Kedusha, because we're saying, like Malochim. Carries on the Gemara. Next, third halacha. My Dixib, what Pshat and Apostle that writes, Loi Seichalu al Adon. Now, this Pshat is literally talking about, this is only Asmachta, because this literally is talking about Eva Menachai. Don't eat the meat while the, while the blood's still there. But we say it means, Loi Seichalu, you shouldn't eat, before you dove into your blood. Basically, don't eat before you dove in the morning. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak, said Rabbi Yitzchak, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, Omar Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Chanino, Meshim Rabbi Yitzchak, Ben Yaakov, in the name of Rabbi Yitzchak, Ben Yaakov. Kala Oichal V'shoyse, anyone who eats and drinks, V'yachakat Mispadal, and then he doesn't, Olov HaKosuv, Omer, about him the Pesach says, V'yosi Hishlachso Acharei Gavecho, and you have thrown me behind your back. The Altikrei Gavecho, don't read it your back, Elo Geyecho, read it as Geyecho means your pride. After you, you're proud enough to, to you know, eat and drink, have a lovely meal, and then you go and dove. Oh my Kodesh Baruch Hu, says our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Le'achash and his guy is there. After this person has shown his gaiva, kibel alav ma'atso shamayim, then he's makabal ma'atso shamayim on himself. That's not the way. So we've got these two p'sukim, and you see from here, by the way, that it's much more, we're much more machmeh when it comes to shacharis than mincha. Mincha l'mashal, we don't have the same kumras as, as the shacharit. For example, with shacharit, once it comes alisa shachar, you've got to stop eating. Even if you start with the heta, we say that a person should stop eating, except what a person is allowed to eat and drink, which doesn't make mention in a second, will not eat, drink. Um, before shacharit, at alisa shachar, a person has to stop. We don't find that with minister, if you start with the heta. There's also discussion about whether, really, I mean, you Let's, let's start this way. You're not allowed to start eating a nice big udder before um, shacharis, no matter what time you got up, if you're not going to finish in time with, well, the kushash, you won't finish in time for alitah shachar. That's number one. Point number two is, once it comes within half an hour, you also can't start eating. You can't start eating within half an hour of alitah shachar, unless you have a very small snack. You're not allowed to have the shir udder the size of, uh, of uh, I think it's the kebeah, I think it is, we'll double check for tomorrow. Um, the normal size, size, size of a soda, and drinking as well is the same thing. A snack you can have within half an hour. After Alei Sashaka, if you're starting after Alei Sashaka, you can't even, there's no support, even to Ima Ba'alma. It's a Rambam. Even to Ima Ba'alma, even just have a little bit, you can't have. What can you have? You can have water. You can have water, no problem. Unless you follow Kabbalah, in which case, based on the Arizal, one shouldn't have anything whatsoever. Even if you get up at Katsos, they say, unless you've been up the whole night, that's different. But if you get up even after Chatzos, you shouldn't eat or drink anything after the The exception is, number one, nowadays, by the way, is, so the Mishnah says, Koshkin, you shouldn't be drinking beer at that time in the morning. Um, but uh, tea and coffee, he says, you can have, but without sugar, he says. Dafka without sugar. But, he says, the Olam is night, nowadays people have milk and sugar. I think he mentioned milk as well. He says, he says, Miss Dommel, we're talking about the person puts a sugar cube between his teeth and he drinks it like that. That's not a sign of gaiva. But the post game, Per Echad, they all say nowadays, and there's many Gedolim, the stories with them, say with Dime Vice, somebody once made him a, a, um, a, a coffee, I think, in the morning, and he said, No, what about the uh, what about, I can't remember which order, he said, What about the milk? He said, Fine, here's the milk. He said, No, what about the sugar now? I don't know, the sugar, I don't expect that part. He said, The kids say, No problem. Nowadays, it's standard, it's not gaiva. No one, well, I wouldn't say no one, but it's completely standard nowadays. People like their tea and coffee, they can't drink it without it. If that's the way you drink it, it's not a sign of gaiva. This place can talk about fruit juices as well. Some are out, some don't. Um, the, one of the exceptions to this rule are for somebody who's weak and uh, won't be able to govern, then there may be a heta. Um, again, nowadays it could be that heta is not as strong because we don't, because, you see, the Rambam writes this based on his idea, the Rambam holds 
that if you can't, if you're not going to have kavana, don't bother davening. But nowadays we don't go like that because otherwise, okay, to myself, we would never dub. So um, the question is, so therefore, can I eat in order to be mechavin? I might. So the, the, the answer is, it's passing that you can. It's not you're not the chuyav to if you want to dub without eating and say, well, you know, I'll try my best. You're allowed to do that. You're not the chuyav to eat in order to have kavana. If you're only going to, if you've got a choice, as the Mishnah brings, I think, from the Chayodon, if you've got a choice, that I have to eat either now, in order to be able to daven with the Tzibur, or I can daven v'yechidus, and then, before eating, it says, better to daven v'yechidus, then go along to Shul, for Baruch Hu and Kaddish and Kedusha, that would be the better way around to do it. But the kids that are starting to attain Be'ezus Hashem by tomorrow, or maybe even the day after, will uh, speak about the filling and other details, but that, that's pretty much the, uh, the, uh, the uh, picture over there. I mean, the obvious thing is, by the way, as the Chai uh, points out, don't try and be machmir if it's going to, you know, chumrit osiri de kudo. If you get up to learn, and you're not going to be able to learn because you want to be machmir like the Ariza, not to, even the Chai Vital, so when he was feeling weak, weak he, would, he would drink before, uh, before Dalit. So, um, it's no point being machmir, and as a result of that, you're going to come to Bissel Torah, you just fall asleep at the, at the Gemara, that definitely is uh, not the best thing to do. Have your drink, and uh, so that you'll be able to learn properly. Um, based on this Gemara, by the way, there, there is a slight difference when it comes to Kabbalah, Kabbalah, Shomayim, the person started the Isso, the head of the Mishnah by the way, says, he says, if you are going to eat and drink, if you need to, because you know, a person's weak, etc., it's better to be, to be the Kabbalah, Kabbalah, Shomayim first, at least, based on this Gemara here, at least do that first, um, because of the, at least once you say Kriyashma, the rice is done, and then and then you can uh, continue on with with uh, with your eating. Rabbi Yeshua Omer Abshalishoyes. Finally, we come back to our Mishnah, which says you've got uh, th- until three hours into the day, three uh, seasonal hours into the day, a quarter of the day to read Kriyashma. Omer Rabbi Yehuda Omer Shmuel Halachah Rabbi Yeshua Lo Sakad Halachah. As we spoke about whether that's B'diavad, it's the Chassidah, but you've got at least if you miss it. The unread until then, until a quarter of the of the way into the day. Some you read after three hours has not lost out, says the town of the Mishnah, like one who reads from the Torah. says As long as you don't say Yitzhar. In other words, you can no longer say Yitzhar, the broth of Yitzhar, because too late. So you say yes, oh, when, you know, the light, the first few hours of the day, when the light's coming up. Basically. So we ask a question from a brighter. Uh, in fact, our Mishnah even. Ha, uh, sorry, no, no, a brighter. Ha-kerim in kamehilach, lehiftet ka'odam shuhkeri ba'atayrah. Somebody who reads after three hours has not lost out, that's somebody who reads from the Torah. Avol mevoreich hu shetayim lefona v'achasa acharel. You can make the brachas before and after Kriyashima. So you see, you can't. So, um, says the Gemara, Tiyufta, the Rav Sista Tiyufta. That's an absolute knockout law on Rav Sista. Yes, you can say the Brothers. Ikad the Omri, others say, Omar Rav Sista, Omar Marukva, Maida Hifta, what does it mean you haven't lost out? Shalai Hifta Brothers. It means you haven't lost the Brothers. Tanya Nami Hoki, Toti, we've learned this in a Brisa. Hakari Mikam Eidot, the Brisa we read, which fits with the Ikad the Omri now. Somebody reads Kriyashima Mikam Eidot, the Hifta Kodom, Shekari Bartaira. You can read the brachas before and after. Omer Rabbi Mani, Godel Akeri Kriyashma Ba'inosa, Yosem Mihaitik Vatera, somebody who reads Kriyashma in its right time is greater than somebody who is Yosek in Torah, Midiktoni from that which it taught, Hakeri Mikam Ve'ilok, Ve'hisit Kodam Akeri Vatera. From the fact that it says, somebody who reads from now, from three hours onwards, is no worse off than somebody who is reading Torah. Mechlal implying, there's somebody who reads in its right time, in the right time, is taka better than somebody who is Isaac and Torah. So Torah just asked the obvious question, well, what's the Chiddush in that? Um, because even with Tefillah, even Tefillah, you have to be Mastic from Tefillah in order to, to, learn, uh, to read Kriyashim. You have to be Mastic, sorry, from learning Torah for Tefillah. We'll, 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 come, we'll come to that point in a second. But, um, so he says, what it means to say is, that what, what we're deriving is that this. 
of course, you always, if you've got a mitzvah everet, if you've got tefillah, generally speaking, you've got to stop your learning, because otherwise, somebody's learning, 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 there's a lot of mitzvahs you lose along the way. What it means to say is, if, when you're doing Kriyashman at the right time, and you're learning in the right time for learning, which one is a bigger mitzvah? Kriyashman is a bigger mitzvah. Number one, because as you said, it's got the learning, plus, which as we've already spoken about early on, the pace, that uh, the whole idea of Kriyashman is Kabbalah, Kabbalah, Shemayim, plus Torah. So therefore, it's greater than some, some of you learn so. So the Maitre, well, in fact, before, before we, could, we go to, uh, to a question, let's just sort of mention one or two points here. How long into the day can I read the Brothers of Kriyashma? We said, if you read it after three hours, you can say the Brothers. Why? So I'm not being used to Kriyashma anymore. Why can I say the Brothers? So that goes back to a Rashba we mentioned already earlier, right at the beginning of the Masechta, that the Brothers of Kriyashma are nothing to do with Kriyashma. Chazal said, when are you going to say the brachos? You say them together with Kriyashma, but they're not Birchus HaMitzvah. They are Tefillah. We've seen this already, and we're seeing it again. And therefore, they follow the dictates of the Halachas of Tefillah. And based on that, Rav Haigon says, until four hours into the day, not the whole day, until four hours into the day, you can still say the brachos of Kriyashma. Even though Kriyashma you missed after the third hour, you can say the brachos until four hours into the day, like Shacharit, like Tefillah Shema and Esher Shacharit. There are those who want to stay until Chatzot, until midday, because for the Eved, there's room to say when it comes to Shacharit, the Shemel if you missed it, you can say it until different Rishonim, whether it's Ba'onet, the Shia, until Chatzot. And the Bi'alokha says, for some of you, the honest, because the Onet, he hasn't managed to say them yet, he says perhaps he could rely on that Shitta and say the Brochus until Chatzot. But it's not such a posh thing, because some of you says the Brochus outside of the time, Turapaskins, the Rosh Hashanah even says it's Brachos of Asad. So you can't just sort of say, well, be on the, you know, I'll be on the safe. Being on the safe side means not to say it. So the Shabbos says it could be, for some of you, it's honest, you can rely on saying it until Chatzos. There is an opinion, which we don't pass in, that's the Ramam, the Ramam says the whole day. How much the Brachos are the whole day? But the, um, the, uh, fine, that, that, that's, that's the, sort of the, the practical side of it. What does the Gemara want with Lehifsit Ka'odamah Yeah, we said the Bracha is Lehifsit Ka'odamah What does it want with that? So, first of all, the Tamidah Rabbi Yonah says like this. He says, you may have thought that we know there's an Isat to say Pesukim off by heart. You're not allowed to say Pesukim of the Torah off by heart. The Lord Himself is Yafah You can't say them off by heart. Except for Kriyashima, when you're saying it, you're doubling, you're allowed to say it off by heart. So what about after three hours, I'm no longer saying it for Kriyashima. It's just like Pesukim of Torah now. So maybe I'm not allowed to say them off by heart. He says, that's what the Tan is coming to teach us. Even though you are, you haven't lost out, I suppose, as, you have to read it like this, you haven't lost out as somebody's just reading in the Torah. You can still read it off by heart. You can still say Kriyashima off by heart. Because since Kriyashima is something which was fixed, to be said as a chayla, as an obligation, even when you are saying it as rishut, and this, this he says is a cloud, you're allowed to say it off by heart. He says, for example, that's why, he says, uh, he brings other examples of this, for example, Yom Kippur, the king God, used to say, Ube also, used to say that parasha of my heart. Why? Because it's to do with karbonis, karbonis after that hayon, therefore, even though this is not the actual karbonis, he says you can read it off heart. The kitzah, anything which is linked to a chayla, you do sometimes say this partial, it's got some sort of chayva element to it, even if you are saying it not as an obligation, you're saying it as resource, you're still allowed to say it off by heart. That's what the the Tamidi Rabbeinu Yonah takes out from this. Yes? I don't, but yeah, but, but, but I'm not sure that according to, according to, to the Talmudian Rabbi Meona, that they would say after Chatzot, you can't even read it out Torah. That would be a tremendous finish. It says Potru. They said you're exempt from Kriyashima after Chatzot in the night. And the Me'iri, 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 the, the Me'iri spells out. So, no, but if, if I do it just for Torah, if, I, if my command is just for Torah, 
If I did it just for Torah, it's going to be the same, same idea. It sounds like whenever you read the Torah now, since it has an element at some time, you would be able to. I, I'm, I'm not saying for definite, maybe, but to me it seems more, 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 more like that. To Me'iri says in the Purusha, the Mishra Purusha, he's talking about this Me'iri, that he's talking about after Rebbe Ali Sashaka, you can read it for Odom HaKari Batir. It doesn't, doesn't make any rhyme with Tami Dei Rabbi Niyono, though. But, um, the, but the, the very interesting one is like this. There's a, there's a Ritzvah. I actually, as I said, it would have been on the sheet. He writes, six, I think, six or seven words. He says like this. Hakari because I want to ask you a question. If I'm sitting there at, let's say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and somebody say, wait a second, I didn't read Kriyashima today. And I'm sitting there learning tomorrow. Or I'm sitting there reading Chumash. Doesn't tell the mission means to say that I should read Kriyashima, or, or if I want to, I can. Fine, the time you get a reading and say that I can read it off by but what does the Talmud, what does he really want to? So, even though you're not, you're not being yet to your mitzvah, so the Bush says, you should read it because of Kabbalah Samachana, you're not yet to the mitzvah. But listen to this Loshan. The Ritzvah writes, Nafki Midei Chiyuvah, the Afibah Shalab Isman. Six words. Nafki Midei Chiyuvah, after three hours, you've been yoked to your obligation, the Afibah Shalab Isman, even though it's not in, in its time. Have you heard of such a thing? If I take Lulav after Sukkot, if, the, if it's not Muslim, there's no mitzvah. How can you be yoked to your obligation if there's no mitzvah? If, 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 it's, not, if it's not the time of the mitzvah? The time creates the mitzvah. So in which case, if I remember six o'clock tonight, they haven't read Kriyashma, I should also read it then. Good. It, it, I think it, it, it's, it's along those lines, a, li- a little more. And that is that is. I've got, I've got, I think I've got right, there's a Rabbi who says many more examples of this idea. It links into Hanukkah as well as it happens. And now you have to understand that Epsom Mitzvah of Kriyashma is a Mitzvah by day and a Mitzvah by night. There's a myth to say Kriyashima by day and a myth to say by night. Novos, the Torah comes along and says when in the day and when in the night. It says, It means that the time in the day when you have to be for the day is when you get up, in those three hours. So if I miss that time, it's not like Sukkot with the Lulav. Once Sukkot is over, there is no myth of Lulav. The myth of Lulav is to do it on Sukkot and for Sukkot. After Sukkot, the whole mitzvah is no longer applicable. It's got nothing to do with, uh, with Isru Chag. Masha Enkin, if I'm sitting there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it's true I've missed the Zman of Kumachot. But, but the mitzvah of Kriyashma is just as much shyer to 3 o'clock in the afternoon as 8 o'clock in the morning. Just the Torah told me to read that 8 o'clock in the morning to be Mechabar Amat Shemayim for the whole day. That's what the, what the, what the, uh, the, the, the mitzvah is. So therefore, it says that there is four. Venaki midei chiyuva, dafidu shalav isman. Like you're saying, just, uh, I'll, I'll give you another couple of examples. You find this is let, with let's say there's a rav yos. He says the gabi sfira. He says as well the moshe the gabi sfira. He says if you forgot to count, you forgot to count in the night. You should count in the day. He says al tashlumin. He says what tashlumin? We, we know that, you know, if you miss in the night, you can the day without a bracha. He possibly even says with a bracha. I don't remember anymore. Possibly even with a bracha. Because of Tashlumin. What's Tashlumin got to do with it? Does that mean every minute you can start saying Tashlumin for? The answer is the same as so. The counting of the night, let's say today is, is, is night 20. So I'm counting 20, what for? The night? I'm counting the next 24 hours is 20. It's day 20. The next 24 hours. No, what the Torah says, it's got to be Tomin. You have to count at the time that it will be Tomin, both day and night. So you have to count in the night. When I count in the night, I'm counting both the night and the day. Therefore, if I forgot to count in the night, I can still count in the day, I'll touch women, because the mitzvah is still shy after this. The other example, there's a few more examples, but Hanukkah is another example. He says, if you miss the time, you're supposed to light in the first half hour, whatever it is, so you can still light afterwards. He says, that's another example of Tashlumin. What's Tashlumin got to do with it? The answer is the same. 
when you light the Hanukkah candles on night one, you're saying, this is night one, this is day one, it, for the next 24 hours was the day one of the, of the, the, the candles burning. No, what the Torah says, you have to, not Chadal say, you have to light it in the night, first hour, half hour, because of Pirsamane. Pirsamane. That if you didn't do it in there, it's not shut, the mitzvah is no longer shy. The mitzvah is shy, so you can still do it afterwards, not Tashlum. The Raviyot takes this whole you so far, as I said. It's not everyone agrees with this Raviyot. But it's the same you say over here, says, says, says that it's what? You may miss the Zaman that the Torah said you should do it. And yes, you won't, be, you won't get Sakhar, you won't get rewards for actually being the kind of mitzvah. But the mitzvah is still shyer. It's still shyer. The, the, the sort of the, the application of the mitzvah. If you would have done it in its right time, it would have still been alive and active. And therefore, you should still read it in that in that time. There are other. We mentioned this. You said already earlier. I tell you what. Since we've only got one minute, I'll, I'll just tell you what, one one last thing where, where we a possible in the Tamidin Rabbeinu itself where, where we've seen this. As I don't, I'm not sure now anymore because the Tamidin Rabbeinu seems to give a different shot. Although he's quoting from somebody else. But I'll tell you where we've seen it earlier. And that is, we said that if a person doesn't marry before night. So what did we say? If you doesn't marry before night with a, with a sibur, you have to read Kriyashima again after night. Says the Rabbi Yonah, when I'm doubling in Marib, what should be my kavana? Says the Rabbi Yonah, you should make sure to have kavana not to be able to say Kriyashima in Shul. Rather, you're only doing it just as Pesukim of Torah. So there's an obvious question, which is, you can't be able to say that anyway. And if you can, then, then why can't I have Kavana? What, what difference? I have Kavana to be able to say. If it's the right time, I'm fine. If it's not the right time, I'm going to be anyway. So why do you say you should Dafka have Kavana, Dafka not to be able to say, and Kavana to be for a different purpose? Based on what we've said, it's very understandable. Because Rabbi Yona continues on and he says, Legabi, the third Pasha of Kriyashima, Legabi, Tvila is already considered nice. He says, it's only the Gabi Kriyashma that we need Shekhiba. Shekhiba is not yet. People don't go to bed at that time. But already, it's Laila, it's already Laila the Gabi Therefore, if I was to read Kriyashma at that time in Shul, let's say quarter of an hour before night. Before, sorry, the month Shekhiba, before three o'clock o'clock, it's already night. So you would use borrowing the Rosh the Ritzvah, you'd be Nafti Midei you'd be Yotei Yochiyub of Kabbalah Samach Shemaim for the whole night now, but it's in the wrong time. And therefore, it's too late. You can't do it again after night. You've already been Makabal Amakshamai for the night. So you would have lost that. You get no Sakhar for reading the Kriyashamai in the right time. Therefore he says, but Dafka, you should read it with Kavana that I'm not being Yotse Kabbalah Samakshamai. And this is brought, it's brought out of the Mishnah Brura. Prima God leaves it, so I think he leaves it, so why the, why the, um, why the, um, Rabbi Niyona would have written such a thing. There is another Pshat I've seen, uh, completely different Pshat from, uh, Ramesha Feinstein. But we'll tomorrow we'll just wrap up the aloha and we'll continue on into the next video.